Hey everybody, welcome to the Stone Age Fuel Life in the Gym show. Today I'm going to do this show solo because I wanted to go through a specific case study that we've been working with for the past few, three, four months maybe. And I think that it's going to be a really beneficial case study for all of you out there to hear. And I think it's a little bit inspiring as well. So I wanted to share it. Now, when we share case studies like this, we don't share information or names or anything like that. We just share the generalized idea of what we went through and how it worked, what the process was like. So when we look at this person, it was someone who was 70 plus years old. He just had throat cancer and he's had it twice. And he was coming off of a liquid diet for the last 12 months. So he needed a program that was going to allow him to gain a little bit of weight. And in addition to that, he was also suffering from emphysema and he had shortness of breath fairly quickly. So we needed to develop a plan around that as well. And he was looking for something that was going to allow him to not have to go into a home and something that was allow, going to allow him to continue to maintain his independence and that was going to allow him to gain weight and feel better and look better without all of the things poking and prodding and medications and all the issues that are associated with when you don't fix these problems or when, when you go into a hindered weight loss program or a program where you've lost so much weight with the liquid diet that you end up having to go into a home in order to compensate what happened for what happened and fix it. So what we're going to talk about is what we went through and how it went. And I hope it inspires you all out there. And, and if you're listening to this and you're a coach, I hope it ins- helps you understand that you can work with these kind of people. You just need to make sure you're in the right mindset and you have the right skill set to make it happen. Now, when he first came in, I had a chat with one of his family members about what was going on and how it was going to work and what we were going to do and how we were going to potentially fix them. And for me in these beginning conversations, it's not about promising. It's about trying to understand who the person is and how we can develop a plan or if we can develop a plan to fix them and and alleviate their problems and issues. So what the first thing we do is we bring, we bring the person in, we schedule a sit down. we, We talk about what are your goals? What, Talk to me about your recent medical history. What's going on? What happened? How did you get through it? How did you feel going through it? What happened? Are you okay? Are you all done with it? Did your doctor clear you to do something like this? Then after this, we give them the option of allowing us to speak with the doctor. And so I took the option. They took the option and I spoke with a physician about the case and what was going on and requested some medical records. So that way we could look into it in a little more depth and understand what was going on and what the potential ramifications are, if any, for, if anything, if there were any, uh, towards what we were doing. So once we got that done, and once we really understood the case, we developed a treatment plan for him or a plan of action in order to fix the problems and alleviate the issues associated with what was going on. And out of this, what we figured out and what we learned was we just needed a standard strength-based program that had a little bit of fitness in it. And in addition, monitored his diet and his nutrient intake so we could understand why he was losing if he was losing and why he would be gaining if he was gaining so we could get him on a specific program and protocol. And so on the nutritional side, we started off with a 30-day meal plan or and we I basically had him write down what he'd been eating every single day, write all of your things down. How did you feel every single day? How did you sleep every single day? And then we got performance parameters. So did you feel okay throughout the day? Were you falling apart? What was going on? 
once he wrote this down and we developed that understanding and we learned what his diet was like, I was able to pinpoint what was going on. We had a lot of high calorie meals that maybe weren't necessarily the best meals for us, stuff like hungry man and those kinds of things with the intention of gaining weight. And so the goal in this philosophy, when we see this kind of stuff happening is there's good intentions there and there's the intention to want to gain and do better, but we need to make sure we organize it in a healthy diet protocol or a healthy parameter of eating. It's not even a diet. It's a healthy parameter of eating organized towards weight gain for this person and organized for around reducing inflammation and getting adequate and quality nutrient intake from high quality foods. And, and so what we wanted to do, and as we built this out, the nutrition program was basically, we need to introduce one food a week. We're not going to take anything away because what happens when you take things away is people get upset and they don't want to do the program anymore because we don't like it when people take things away. So the idea behind what we do with this is we have older an older person and older people are generally a little bit more stubborn about taking away what they're doing, what they love to do. And I, I actually venture to say that everybody is pretty stubborn in this atmosphere. So what we do is we add one new food a week that's going to essentially replace one of the other foods that they're eating. Now, we don't tell them to take those foods away. We're just adding these foods in at the same time. So it puts them in a position where they have to make the decision to remove that food themselves themselves. And if they make that decision themselves to remove that food, they are in the position of power and they are going to feel like they made that decision. They did a great job and it, and it was all for them. So in that case, it's a win in our situation. So every week we introduced a new style of food. One week we introduced some sweet potatoes. Next thing week we introduced maybe a little bit of white rice and we introduced fruits and veggies and we introduced the different kind of meats we were eating. So everything came with time until we had it organized in a way that we had his entire plate filled up with the foods we wanted him to eat and his entire plate filled up with the foods that he was excited about eating. Because when we're, get, when we're used to these TV dinners and, and stuff like that, we have to make sure that we organize it in a way that it's similar to that. So it's not too much of a change because too much of a change causes ramifications in terms of their mental ability to keep it going. And so we need to avoid that. And, and one way outside of adding these one food a week that we did was we organized and created his meals and we had help with his wife here, organized and created the meals into a little TV style dinner. So it looked like exactly what he was eating. It was just whole unprocessed, healthy foods with high quality nutrient value. And it came down to, we were eating starches because we needed to gain the weight we were, we, he had a couple of little shakes he was taking in that he really enjoyed. So we kept the shakes around. We eliminated dairy because it caused a lot of digestive distress. We added in a hunk of meat with every meal. We added in some rice, some sweet potatoes. We added in a little bit of fruit and we added in vegetables and we added all these things in, in specific time frame for when he's actually act, active and when he wakes up and when he goes to dinner. So we had it set up in a way that it was going to help him throughout the day and put him in a better place than he was with the foods he was eating. And this isn't a week process. This is a, this process probably took two or three months to get organized and built and to actually get them with buy-in and get it actually happening. And we had a really supportive, supportive significant other that made this possible. And if you do not have one, then it all falls on you. But it, the other at aspect to this is he had a coach. He had us asking him every session what was going on, if it was working, why it wasn't working. We were able to have good conversations around it. So one, before we understood all this nutrition about him, we, we, decide, we defined and decided and organized what his macronutrient values needed to be based on what he needed to consume to gain weight. So we looked at and figured out what his meta, basal metabolic rate was and how we could go above that basal metabolic rate so he could gain the weight they need, he needed to gain in the right way without consuming a bunch of sugar and a bunch of crap. And so we set him up. We set it, we set it up. You, this is how many, and I, th I think in this 
portion, it's really good to explain to them what you're doing and why you're doing it. So we set it up with specific macronutrient profiles. We had carbohydrates and we explained to them carbohydrates are four calories per gram. So this is how many carbohydrate, how many grams of carbohydrates you're going to take in. You're going to try to get two to three times your body weight in carbohydrates. So we figured out his body weight and we multiplied it by about 2.5 and made the plan if it wasn't working to go up to three down the road, set him up with protein, which was about one to 1.5 grams per pound of body weight. So we set him up there, told him protein is four calories per gram. And then we set up his fats and we add fats for flavors. So we said, Hey, fats are nine calories per gram. So this is what we're getting out of our protein and carbohydrates. And this is what you need to make up for if you have a shortfall with your fats. So that way he had all of his calories and everything organized for the week that he knew needed to take in and he understood what his daily value should be. And in addition to this, we set it up. So it's a behavior program. It doesn't matter if you hit right on the dot. If you go a little low once in a while, that's fine. If you go above, that's fine. We just need to get somewhere near that number so we can adjust that basal metabolic rate to be a little bit higher and to be in a position to where we're making progress. So outside of that, we, we checked our weight once a week to see where we were at weighing in in the same clothes. If it went up great, if not, we had a discussion as to what happened. Then outside this, we had to organize a fitness program because we needed to build a base level of strength to be able to be independent and move around on his own. And at the same time, we needed to build a base level of cardiovascular health. So that way he wasn't so out of breath and wasn't incapable of moving around and, and getting through life. And so what we did here was we set up a strength-based parameter around we were squatting once a week. We were doing some and then we were doing back squats or deadlifts once a week. So we had back squats, deadlifts, and presses. I said squats twice. <laughs> so we had back squats, presses, and deadlifts with this with him because what I needed to do was get full body functional movements organized that are going to impact and be similar to how his everyday life works. So squats, if you need to stand up or get off from the floor, we got to squat. If you need to pick something up off the floor, pick a grandchild up or pick a box up, deadlifts. If we need to put something in an overhead bin, presses. So we took what we knew that would have an impact on his life and help him get through life. And we built a strength base around that. Then from the strength base, we organized a little bit of a workout session and the workouts were very mild and very easy in the beginning. And easy as a relative term, it was incredibly difficult for him because we were out of breath really quick. And the workouts were the same thing organized around full body functional movements that we knew were going to help him get through everyday life. Okay. And it wasn't around trying to be a, a crazy person with a nipple tank throwing barbells against the wall. It was organized around trying to get him healthy, happy, mobile, and able to live life without restriction. And so the workouts looked, they were usually around eight to 10 minutes at the most. We did usually three rounds of each section or of each section of the workout. And we did all kinds of fun stuff with him and he had, he had a good time. We did what we call ball squats. You squat with holding a ball in front of your face and then touch the wall in front of you. So what do we do? We get the squat with a little bit of a load and then we get him to put something overhead. Two aspects that we wanted to hit. We also did a lot of sled pushes. Why? Because it gets us outside, getting some vitamin D. Then at the same time, it puts the body in a position to where it's pushing a load across a, a short distance. It was 20 meters and it was an empty sled. So it was about 30 pounds. We also taught him kettlebell swings. So how can you create a hinge movement on your hips and how can you make that an effective point of action when you're moving around? And in addition to that, we did we did a variation and a modification of burpees. So these aren't burpees where you're jumping up and flopping all over the place. We call them get-ups. Your goal is to get down, plant your hands, hands on the ground, kick your legs out, kick your legs back in and stand up. That's it. It's What is it? It's teaching you how to go to the floor and stand back up. Why? Because it's increasing your ability to stay mobile and move without restriction, which is the entire goal of this program. 
In addition to that, we did a lot of ring rows so we could build the upper back strength that he needed to move himself around. We did a lot of push-ups. We did a lot of sit-ups. We did a lot of a lot of these kind of movements that really put his body into the full functional movement patterns that we wanted him to be in. And this wasn't crazy CrossFit style workouts or anything like that. It was simple workouts that were going to have a broad impact across his ability to live life and move without restriction. And that was a real goal. We had two goals really there. We had live life and move without restriction and build a strength space that allows him to hold his body up and be capable of balancing himself throughout the day because the ability to balance your body and move around comes from your base of strength. And this is why we had to build these bases around us. And and so when we think about this program, it was a combination of working to understand the person, working to understand the medical history that we needed to understand, working with and talking to the physicians to make sure we were both on the same page, building a functional movement program around his ability to move without restriction, be pain-free, and his ability to gain a strength base to establish the balance to be able to get through life. And in addition to that, the last and final phase of this project was nutrition. We needed to get him in a position to where he was eating a healthy whole foods diet that had a high nutritional impact on his ability to live life happy and healthy, have a healthy gut, reduce inflammation, and like I said earlier, gain weight. So that way he was building himself back up from the year on the liquid diet where he was essentially he lost 50 or 60, 70 pounds, and he was in a position where he wasn't so healthy. And so this is really what, what it looked like. This is the case study. We had someone who was 70 years old. We had to create a holistic whole health program around him and a holistic whole health program that was both centered on his ability to do everything, but his ability to actually maintain it and want to do it as well. So you have to make sure that you understand the two points here. There's doing, and then there's wanting to do. So we need to understand that we need to be able to create and affect a behavioral change and behavioral change is incredibly difficult if you don't focus on it and you need to understand how people are going to react to the things you do and the things you say and the things you tell them to do when you're organizing and building a program around someone like this so we don't take things away we add things in that essentially force them to take the things away on their own and it puts us in the position to where we want to be to where we're not telling them to take it away we're just adding in what's going to be better and they're going to remove the things automatically and they feel good because they made the decision and that's going to have the biggest impact on their life and their ability to move forward and live the dream. So fast forward to today, he is completely cancer-free. He looks great. He feels great. And we just had a, an appointment with his physician and his physician said that he, everything looks so amazing that he doesn't need to see him for another six months just to do a quick checkup. So what happened was we were able to create that impactful change that we wanted. His, his physician was happy with the results. His blood work looks great. And he's in a position now to where he can basically do a lot of this on his own. And, and one of the biggest things we want to make sure we understand here is we're not trying to create a slave to us. We don't want someone to have to come into us all the time. We need to teach people how to build and how to organize their own life around this and how to make this work on their own and essentially run their own program and have check-ins with us every so often. So maybe we do a one once a month check-in and he does a every six month check-in with his physician to make sure everything's okay. And, and so now he's in a position to where he's healthy, he's happy, he's pain-free, he's gaining the weight he needs to gain. He doesn't have cancer anymore and his physician's happy. So it's a huge win. So that's all I have to say today. I thought it was a really interesting case study, and I hope all of you out there listening can understand that we do have the ability to create change. You're never too old. You're never you, you're never too old. You never have a bum shoulder, so you can't do anything. A bad back doesn't mean you can't do anything because your gut hurts every day. Doesn't mean you can't do anything. What it means is you need to find the right person who can create an effective program around you, and the right person who can understand you at a fundamental level to change, to create an impactful change, and have a huge impact 
effect on your life and your ability to live your life pain-free without restriction and the ability to not have gut problems and inflammation problems. So if you're someone who is facing these kind of issues, or if you're listening to this and you know someone who's facing it, these kind of issues, just shoot me an email or share the app for actually first share this podcast with them so they can listen to this. And then number two, shoot me an email and Chandler at stoneagefield.com and I'll work with you and we'll talk about what we can do if we can create change and if we can create the lifestyle that we want for you and create the pain-free environment and the restriction-free environment that you want, need, and basically deserve to live your life healthy and happy. That's all I got to say today. Remember, if you want to know more, we don't charge anybody until we understand that we can help you. The idea is to come in and talk to us. We might need to talk to your healthcare providers and we might need to get a little bit of data information together and then we'll make a decision as to whether we can move forward and create a mutual win in your life. That's it. Hope you all have a great day. I will see you later. If you have any questions about this, shoot me an email, Chandler at stoneagefuel.com or shoot us a Facebook message, facebook.com forward slash stoneagefuel. Share this with anybody you think might need this or might need the help from this because we have the goal of trying to impact and create successful change in everyday people's lives and people who are suffering from serious and high level problems. That's it. See ya.